With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, hey, hey. welcome back to Rising Podcast. Appreciate everyone joining us here on a nice Tuesday. It's nice to see... Well, I'm not really seeing anyone's faces. Uh, I honestly can't confirm if they're beautiful today, but y'all are always beautiful. But appreciate you guys joining us. It's nice to be... Uh, so flitting with the chat, Max. Why was he so, so soft-spoken? I am uh, I am just exchanging pleasantries. L- listen, I'm still recovering. It's uh, Vacation was good and everything ensuing, but it's nice to be back. Um, well, you know yeah. who else is back? The D-backs are now winning 7-4, apparently, tonight. Dude, they That's what the around. noise was, right, as we came on. I, was I, do, want, I, do, want to, I do want to point out, that I believe the, and this is not D-backs podcast, that's uh, the PHNX D-backs podcast can be on later uh, for those who are interested. But uh, I will say that as he was leaving, I believe the score was either 3-0 or 3-1. And Mr. Greg Espo Esposito said, and I quote, it will be 10-4 to the D-backs. And we're not that far off. It's 7-4 right now. It's pretty good. But hey, we ain't talking about no baseball. We're talking about the real ball. The football, beautiful game, uh, Mr. Owen. I uh, I did watch the game. I watched the package. I pity you. Yeah, you well, uh, listen, man, you were there. You? I know uh, a lot of fans made uh, made the trip. I did see a couple, uh, namely uh, whoever uh, made that first comment in our chat tonight. He will not be acknowledged, but I saw him on the broadcast as well. And uh, you know, shout out to everyone who made the journey over to El Paso. Because uh, first off, why would you do that? Um, and then you. It's not that bad. No, no I mean, because more so I'm talking about the game that they watched. It was uh, yeah. it was something. Uh, you know, you were there. They managed to avoid the commentary. You did avoid the commentary. It was, uh, talk about a commentator's curse. You want, you want to break it down? The commentator's curse? Oh, the curse? commentator's curse. Oh, yeah. would, literally, as he says about how it's a good result for them, for El Paso. Yeah. And the minute, he, no, not even minute, the, the second effectively he finishes like, that sentence, that ball comes off at Darius Formella's boot and just curls into the net. Like, how do you curse at something that badly? That's, that's talent. That's talent. We didn't see that in the rest of the broadcast, but that was talent. Listen, man, you, uh, you love to see it. But, uh, you know, especially Inks Rising had a couple chances, had a clear, clear cut header, Emmy Cuejo. I mean, they had some breakaway opportunities. Memo Arciaga should have passed it across. Danny Trejo had a couple opportunities himself. Right, one of those matches where you kind of see these changes not going in. And I don't know about you, I kind of watch you thinking, this is one of those games that Rising is, like, not only are they probably not going to win, it seems like they might not even get the result. And we were very close to that happening. Yeah, yeah, no, it was one of those games where I think there were a few moments when you look at from Rising's perspective, you just think, how doesn't that ball hit the back of the net? How did they manage to not score in those moments, right? There's the one where Manuel Asiago rounds the goalkeeper there's the other one where Emil Cuejo gets up and the header is I mean it's a free header yeah. it's just handed to him and he, he can't keep it on target right and and when you look at it from that perspective yeah but you get to the end and think okay it's not their night they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna squander the opportunity here and and 
then, of course, Darius Formella steps up, gets the goal in stoppage time. Um, they're still trying to argue that it's offside. I don't know. It was Stop it. it. It's tight. It's really Stop. tight. It is really tight. Stop. But there's no camera angle that gives you the perfect answer. We Listen, don't know, right? I, I mean, I, look, I, there's no uh, camera uh, angle. Uh, there's no camera angle in El Paso that shows you the entirety of the pitch from touchline to touchline. Okay? Mid <laughs> baseline to baseline. <laughs> you can't see the... You'd, you'd have been proud of me the way I signed off the, the post-game show on, on Saturday. Actually... Uh, it's almost cringy enough to be how you would. You think I'm cringy? Just a little. You gotta talk about cringy topics. Yeah, well. Anyway, uh, no, we won't go there. Uh, anyway, yeah, seeing uh, seeing comments. Do you want to say uh, we're not? No, we're we're not we're not having a conversation with Stylecky Reese. Uh, he can. I guess you guys can have that on your own accord. But uh, seeing Thomas's comment, missed chances, must have gone to them. The lads were bagging them in at training today because. Yeah, the fans out there it's nice to see yeah yeah they've been doing that uh, a good bit this season in terms of getting some of the season to get holders out there in recent weeks um i think it's good on a few different fronts right it's good for the fans to get that that little bit of a kind of you know access that they wouldn't normally necessarily get um makes me feel a little bit more included and again gives a uh, something more back to season ticket holders who you know, often say, well, we get the tickets to all the games. What else are we getting? Um, we hear that quite a lot, especially because the club used to do a lot more. And then that fell off during COVID, of course, for, for understandable reasons. Um, and now starting to pick up again. But it's, I think it's also good for the boys really to see the support they're getting going to a really, really pivotal time of the season. Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, I mean, right. Uh, shout out to Lacky like, Reese. He did put together a couple stats for us, right? Rising created 13 chances. Panos for them himself i think right you know especially a guy active on his own social as well he he very much right we've been saying we, we've sung his praises right especially in i mean really since he's been acquired but really in the last you know couple 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 weeks couple months really has come come along really has helped ca- catapult his team i think it's one of those things where you want to i'm kind of wary of not saying he is the one guy creating chances, but you never want to, you want to distribute where you can, even out the chances. But I think that he's kind of a guy who kind of gets a lot of the team involved, gets some other guys going, and you like to see it. Um, I know he was, a, in a way, had a really good performance. Anyone else you would like to really highlight from that match that was not discussed in the postgame? I would actually go on that a little bit more on Panos um, front, right? Because I think there was a bit more negativity around him and, and that can happen sometimes, right, with midfielders. That can be the case, okay? With strikers, I think we, we tend to often point out the, well, did they not get the service? We kind of look at things that way. I think when you look at um, when you look at midfielders, you don't always quite get that same understanding. And it's only when you look back then that you notice, hang on a minute, you played a couple of really good balls in there, right? There, there was the one that Arteaga had saved. Um, there's one that Arteaga put wide ultimately and probably should have scored. And those both came from Panos. Yes. So on, on another day, right, where teammates are a little bit more clinical, you're possibly in a position whereby he's got an assist and, and then you're feeling a lot more positive about it, right? It's it's a it's a complicated one on that front. Um, I mean, we went through quite a few of them, I think, in the in the post-game show with Jake. Um you look at guys like Rocco Riosnovo, who apparently was not very good, according to certain commentators. Yeah. Um, I would disagree. Again, just you look at the sheer number of attempts that El Paso had on target. Were they great attempts? No, a lot sure. of them were straight at Rocco, to be fair. Okay. But they still had seven attempts on target, I believe. Um, 
it's interesting actually because if you go back afterwards now and, and look at the um the xg's actually gone up for yeah. el paso they've actually gone up to 1.74 now previously they, they were lower oh. actually they were i believe when when the game finished um i believe we had them lower than phoenix rising yeah we did right the full time the the opta stats here had the expected goals at 1.38 for el paso 1.47 for rising now it's 1.74 for el paso 1.5 for rising are you saying stat like gave false information no i'm not saying that stat like just gave false information i'm saying that opta keep changing their minds um which there is something that they consistently do one other thing to note there carlos harvey made team of the week yeah yeah we like that we do i hear he's uh he's pretty good at this whole thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very insightful, Max. Very insightful. Don't I always? What are your takeaways? Because here's the thing, right? I had to speak about this game at length on on Saturday. We haven't heard a whole lot from you on on overall thinking about what happened on on Saturday's game. Because of course you you were in San Diego, weren't you? I, w- I was uh, I was checking out uh, checking out San Diego, just, seeing any signs of sure. life. Yeah, just making sure. Uh, can report. Uh, beach is nice, but uh, loyal, loyal, not so. Well, they they drew with Las Vegas, didn't they? I mean, that's not a great result. No, any, it's not. But yeah, what were your thoughts on the Saturday game? Yeah, I mean, I think I think if you take a look at this rising squad, how they performed, that on a different day, maybe not nine times out of ten, but I would say like, call it, I don't know, seven out of ten times, that's a win. That's a win. I think it's just one of those cases where like sometimes, man, you're just not bagging the goals that go in. That's... It's just maybe not your day and that like they had chances. It's not like they didn't create anything. It's not like they were half chances. I think just maybe a bit sharper. Maybe dare I even say if this was like a, I don't even want to say if this was a home match, but like, I just think a, did it at a different time. They come through, they bag one of those goals, certainly one. And that El Paso really didn't have anything. I mean, outside of their goal, which like fair play to them, that was a like decent buildup and everything. They didn't really have outside of that. So I think in a different day, rising, win this match. And you're looking at this from a different angle. I don't think, I mean, here's the other tone is you are not happy that you didn't win this type of match. But like, I think this understandably has a far worse tone if they do not get that, you know, that equalizer from Darish for Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing that's worth noting here, of course, El Paso went on the attack on times, right? And we knew they were going to do that. Okay. Yes, we've been talking in recent weeks about uh you know what's been going on with teams that are coming up against rising in fact they often are sitting back they're sitting deeper right you do also though have to remember of course that el paso now are up against it okay they are outside of the playoffs looking in and they have to find ways to get these points yeah they're very close they could well make it in it's very plausible right that they make it in but at the end of the day, they're on the outside looking in. When you're in a home game in that kind of position, you have to attack. You have to open up the game. Um, you have to be willing to, to go after it like that. You can't just sit back and say, we'll take a draw. The fact that Rising weren't able to exploit that as well as perhaps they could have um, is maybe a little bit concerning. Look, it was one of those games where I think just sometimes the finishing wasn't there. Some of the build up play was, was there, uh, but the finishing wasn't. And so... I don't know. It's it's a complicated one because you'll you'll look at it and say should have been better, but at the same time, sometimes those are just the games that you have, right? And and the key thing more than anything is that this team still isn't losing. Okay, they find a way to rescue that draw. Okay, on another day, quite frankly, say this was a playoff game, right? And you get a goal at the death like that. I think the momentum's with you, and I think you probably go on to win the game in the end, um, because you've you've gotten it so late there that. 
just knowing the momentum, knowing the mentality of players and how that can affect. Um, I, I hazard a guess that Rising probably have better odds of going on and winning that game they would of losing it. But um, I don't know. I don't know. No, certainly. And uh, shout to Albert. What's up? This better be a good show after Max had that midday caffeine hit. Yeah, I did pull the Discord. They helped me choose my Keurig K-Cup. Appreciate you, Albert. And uh, Albert and Mikey with uh, with the collaboration there. Um, but no, I mean, I, I will say this. I know we're probably going to get in the, a, a bit more into the kind of bigger picture, the philosophical mumbo jumbo of this team moving forward and the next couple matches. But, you know, again, you know me. I like a good cliche. In the playoffs... It's not even as much as like how you're going to win as how you're not going to lose. Okay. And, yeah. And I think, and I think I was expecting worse no, there. No, okay. From, no, the, from the cliches. Me, I was, from, from I was what, expecting worse. What? I would never, I would never. I was expecting to cringe. And what you said was actually relatively true, right? We've seen teams do that. We've seen, how many yeah. times have we seen teams do that where they go into these playoffs, right? And it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a favorite or you're not, right? Orange County went in, in 2021. What did they do? They didn't lose. Yeah. They weren't great. They didn't lose, and then you take it to to kicks from twelve yards out, and it's all of a sudden it's anyone's game at yeah. that point. Doesn't matter how good or bad you are, it's anyone's game, and it's down to who's better at doing that one individual thing, uh, who can better hold their cool. And sometimes that is, quite frankly, a team that doesn't have a whole lot riding on, feeling like they have to go out and achieve. Also, um, I, well, and I, and I think that's the I'm trying not to go too far on the next one, but I'll say it, it serves rising well that they're the team who has the attacking options and everything like that, who has been able to grind out draws. And I think it's easier to ask a team, hey, can we pull back and defend rather than saying, hey, team, can you kickstart an offensive attack that you really just don't have? So that is something that Rising, I think it bodes as well, has going well for them. And I, look, Benito's Blue Board already in there. We'll win on Saturday. The last thing Juan wants is we were, oh <laughs> boy, my coach kept. Oh my god. That, that would be Devin in the chat. So yeah, yeah. Dad who was at training today yeah, watching. Yeah, no, it's uh <clears throat> I think that this serves the team well. And and listen, it's crazy and it sure hasn't felt like it, especially in the last couple of matches, but like the unbeaten streak continues. It does. Is it all wins? They're no, since but like, August this is Fantastic. They're unbeaten since the middle of August. That's uh I'm no uh It's over a month. I'm no uh, uh a calendar planner, but that's over a month. <laughs> Well done, Max. I got you. Well done. Well done. There's oh. no calendar planner. What, well, what's you know, a calendar I planner? I thank you. Well, um, is this something you just made up on the spot? Because no, you needed well, a... I know, like I know, like certain uh, places have like advent calendars and stuff. And our friends at Four Peaks has an advent calendar. They're a little bit earlier for that, but it is something that it is the holiday season. It is coming around the corner, and with the you know the special around November, December, look out for the advent holiday calendar from our friends at Four Peaks. But you know what? The beer is good, right? We're enjoying it here. Why yeah, are you up? making me cringe so much? It's not all about you. Anyway, uh, like, for look, good, good. That's fair. Anyway, Four Peaks. It's uh, they have. Like, Where's oh. your beer, Max? Four Peaks. They have, Where's oh. your beer, Max? Right here on the tower. Which one? Uh, you know, the Golden Lager is just kind of in the middle there. There you go. Well, come on. That's okay. I, I will not be shamed into. No, no, no. Come you got to drink responsibly. Uh, twenty-one year older. Um, uh, you, you're twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, you're over twenty-one. I am twenty-one. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, Four Peaks. It's a it's a good time, right? Check out. Not only have to wait for their holiday uh, advent calendar, but they got the the fall stuff. The uh, pumpkin porter, right? You love a good pumpkin porter. You know what? I actually went to Four Peaks like after landing, coming back from El Paso. Did you know? I did actually went for food there. How was it? 
Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, I actually had the, the carne adorada. Ooh, I have not had a that. a bit of a change. Ooh, yeah. I mean, the yeah. chicken tenny's can't go wrong. And of course, I went with the uh, the classic. Wow. You do love your wow. With the, uh, I think it's uh, death taxes and Owen mm-hmm. Evans drinking a wow. Wow, wow, wheat. Uh, but yeah, check out Four Peaks. On Instagram at the Four Peaks Pub and their Four Peaks Brew. Must be 29 years or older to enjoy it responsibly. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, Alexander seeing there saw you on Rising Twitter's dev. LOL. Absolutely. Always a good time. Good time as well. Friends of Circle K. So we can get Four Peaks. You can get all kinds of things. Get the snacks, cold drinks, the Polar Pops, all of that jazz. Check out Circle K. Download the Inner Circle program. Super easy. Download Circle K app for free. Join the Inner Circle program for free. Again, first five Phillips, 25 cents off per gallon. First five Polar Pops, free. Every sixth hot item, pizza, hot item, insert here. They have all kinds you of- You only know pizza. No, they do, they do a pizza. They, have, they actually have- Maxi, Maxi's right. This is more a damning indictment on Maxi's- culinary breadth here i think i have a great culinary breath but uh pizza pizza and they do have a nice okay. chicken sandwich actually okay. hot chicken sandwich they See? have um they now have like chicken nuggets out. they have like uh like the rolled the hot rolled items like uh taquitos and stuff really mm-hmm. good really okay. good check okay. out it's okay not really good in a pinch always have great snacks everything in download our circle program all for free there we go mm-hmm. oh man oh man oh man uh yeah shout out everyone in the chat Alex, in the, yeah, we're we're talking we're talking about security and we're talking about oh, the broadcast. I'll, I'll security, yeah. No. It's almost it's, like they pull. I mean, listen, if we're going to talk about teams pulling from the MILB and their security, oh boy, oh boy, Reno. Yeah. What about Reno? Come on, tell tell us some stories, Max. I mean, all say. Well, Reno is dead now. You can't offend anyone. The club is dead. I, I'm, I'm not offending people. No, there, there's some. Listen, there's some nice. <coughs> excuse me, that's bad for audio. Uh, there's some nice people who work there for for the Reno Aces still mm-hmm. uh, who share the same field as Reno 1868 FC did at Grand Nevada quality playing surface that wasn't it no it was not uh, <laughs> I, will, I mean so let's call it what it is uh, no um, they very much share the field and good people nice people I okay I'm not well, they, they, they didn't understand the idea of a no, sport where uh, you go and do anything other than eat popcorn and clap when they all Raise your hand if anyone is over seventy years old. I don't want to offend anyone in here. No, okay, I don't see any hands. Right, okay. Um, I just think, uh, you know, maybe the security there was a little bit older, and nothing wrong with that. But they just wasn't kind of lax in the security. I'll say that it was kind of lax, and uh, a lot of things get away with in Reno. In Reno, okay, That's interesting. Tough. Yeah, no, El Paso is not that way. <laughs> yeah 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 uh, it's tough but hey i don't know i saw someone from phoenix get kicked out in reno <laughs> that's a whole nother you you and know what you're doing max. you know it wasn't max i was actually no i was not uh i was not working there that was actually the first game after i left the club and i'm like you know what i'm enjoying this match as a fan reno got booted from the playoffs nice and, uh, well, someone else got booted later. But, hey, that's a different story for a different day. If you know, you know. Um, looking at this team, big picture, Phoenix Rising. They have a couple home matches coming up. Uh, right, two in a row. Two out of three to end the season, of course, with that away season finale. Regular season finale in Colorado push Springs. Up the normal? We normally do it at the start of the month. Should we do it, our it, thing it, now? We're kind of here. We're kind of here. Okay. We're kind of here. But before, uh, as I, as I kind of tee you up for that, Looks like Phoenix Rising, right, with those last two home games before that away match at Colorado Springs, sets themselves up pretty nicely for uh, a couple back-to-back matches, but 
either of those two matches overly concern you? I know in re- previous weeks we've said no. How are you feeling? I'm not necessarily concerned about... I don't know. It's different levels of concern and perhaps concern for different reasons, right? Because there's always ways in this league for you to mess up and drop points. The two home games, let's look at them. Orange County. You've got a team that is battling neck and neck at the moment with Phoenix Rising for a home playoff game. Mm -hmm. It's very plausible that come the end of the regular season, right? I mean, I'd probably narrow it down to Rising's playing one of three teams, right? They're probably going to play Orange County, San Diego, or Colorado Springs. They've got two of those to play in the next three games, okay? Those games are hard because, again, you know they're battling with you for, for positioning. You know that they are probably relatively even on a, a if they're on a good day um it's going to be tough and then you've also got to understand that you're going to ultimately come out of that game and plausibly have to play this team again in two or three weeks time with a lot more at stake on that day that's hard um but at the same time you look at the new mexico game and i see a team that is a team that will view itself as a rival features a couple of x rising players is plausibly going to be eliminated that night. Um, that, that could well happen. It could happen, right, regardless of what happens in that game. Good. Okay? If you continue down the route of they still four points back, it doesn't matter what they do that night. They'd be out. Yeah. Um, I think there's just a, a point when you, you, you look at all of those games whereby there's something that could go wrong. Um, and you've got to remain focused at this point if you're oh, yeah. rising. Oh, yeah. You've got to make sure that you're still executing. Defensively, you've got to be sound because, again, you've got to be careful going into uh, those playoff games, right? You've got to be careful about not throwing off the rhythm defensively because they've been doing pretty well at the back. You don't want to mess that up. Yeah. Um, you need to look at... How are you going to make sure that you're getting enough chances to people like Arteaga and Trejo? I think Arteaga missed a couple. I didn't think Trejo really had very much. I'm not sure if it wasn't much to work with, whether he wasn't getting in the right spots. There's a lot of different things there. It definitely wasn't his best game in a rising shirt, a way to El Paso. Sure. Um, I think there was a lot of time when you kind of looked at him and you kind of didn't see anything. He didn't really stand out good or bad or anything. He just was there. Um You've got to get more from him um, going into going into some of these games. You you desperately need that. But sure, look, uh, that that's kind of where the focus has to be. I think you you've got to yeah you've got you've got to grind out a result against Orange County. You've definitely got to try and grind out a result. I think possibly against Colorado Springs. Yeah. Um. But but there's so many other bits that go into it as well that you you just have to stay focused. You have to make sure that you are. Uh, staying disciplined as well. Let's not see any daft uh, decision-making in these last few games that will put you in a bad position. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's <clears throat> kind of look at it, right? Phoenix Rising, they're done playing the midweek matches for the rest of the mm-hmm. year. It's really nice, advantageous opportunity. And I think the fact, too, that I think especially let's say the cards fall where they may and you don't want to be going into that last away match with something at stake, especially like a home playoff spot and anything like that. I'm kind of looking at while you're pulling up Phoenix Rising, the only team in the West uh, with five last matches unbeaten. And 
listen, I'm not saying that if they go into that last match away to Colorado Springs that they couldn't pull that off and get a result needed for, let's say, if anything was on the stake. And I'm not trying to get ahead of myself because that's a future conversation if we need to have it. But you don't have any midweek matches. All you have to do is focus on one home game at a time. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity. Put yourself in a very darn good spot heading into that last All right, week. let's talk about what some of the teams have left on the slate. I Hit think me. this is a fair one to try and judge where we think teams are going to finish here, right? So San Diego, let's look at who they've got. Monterey Bay at home. That's coming up on Saturday. How we feel? I mean, I'll give you the other games if you want. We'll just do them all in one go. Sure, um, sure, sure. Then you get into the midweek clash. They then have a way to El Paso. Then they come back home for Saturday game against Oakland. And then they have a week off before playing Las Vegas the following weekend away from home. To me, as I'm looking at this, I would say San Diego have a tough run in. Congested. Um, I mean, Monterey Bay and Oakland are fighting for their lives right now. El Paso are fighting for them. They have three teams that are right around that playoff line. Yeah. Dead on it, right? Oakland are on 41. Monterey Bay are on 41. El Paso are the first team out on 40. Okay? And San Diego have to play all three of those teams. It's not really who you want to be playing at this point. Now, Vegas at the end of the season... Eh. I think seven points is reasonable. I think that's possibly when they run up on so that would put them then to end the season they would end up on 54 points at that point okay yeah, if sure. we say seven what what do you think sounds four better. games seven maybe so they'll, they'll lose one they'll draw one they'll probably beat vegas and then it's one loss draw on the other three yeah that's true but uh, like that, that's a crazy thing like <clears throat> if you Oakland leave any- have their number sure i have done sure, for years sure if you leave anything to that last week man i i just like i don't know that's like so that's a ton of pressure and there are some teams they're just not going to cope well with mm-hmm. it yeah, could be one of those True. teams. Um, Harry, I'll also say that while Vegas do play better at home, you're correct. They're not playing this one at Cashman Field. It's being played at the minor league ballpark. <laughs> no Cashman. Don't no ask lie. me why. No lie. But hey, that's no what lie. they're doing. Um, you get the other teams here. You've well, got they're, they're, Ca- Vegas fans will travel really okay. well to that one. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, they don't travel to their home games normally. Um, okay, so that's Sunday out of the way. We think probably around 54. Let's say. Yeah. Okay, Orange County. Obviously, they're coming to Phoenix. We'll ignore that one for now because we're not going to look at Phoenix's right. games until the very end. True. So there are other games. They've got o- uh, Oakland at home, San Antonio at home, Monterey Bay away. That's a tough one. Because again, what you've got here, you've got two teams that are right battling at the bottom of the playoff picture. Yep. And you've got San Antonio, who just smacked you 4-0 last weekend. Not great. That's not, tough. Not great. Um, also when noting that Oakland home game in the middle, uh, that's kind of in the middle of rising, playing them this weekend, and then okay, San Antonio Another congested schedule. It's another yeah. congested, right? Yeah. People who have the extra game, yeah, it's not easy. Um, they're also on a downward trajectory right now. Look, here's what I'll say. Uh, four points in the other two. Um, I think, honestly, I could see them, weirdly enough, getting a draw against San Antonio, losing to one and then drawing the other, and possibly even getting two points. Sure. I could see that. Sure. Can you? Yeah. Put them on 49. I mean, if you say they win one. Eh, I mean, either way. Like, a, win a, draw, a win and a draw, so four points in there. Either way, from three games. Phoenix Rising has... Let's put them on 51. Phoenix Rising would hold the advantage either way, especially if they take care of business, so it's... Done, well, the, here's the key out. thing. It's about taking care of business on Saturday. Exactly. But regardless, yes. say that puts them on 51. 
We've already established that we think um, Loyal will be on probably around 54. Yep. Colorado Springs. Now, this is where it gets awkward. Colorado Springs have turned a little bit of a corner. They lost two games in their last five, the first two, then they got a draw and they've won two in a row now, Orange County and Sacramento Republic. Not really the kind of games that you... You you want to see someone winning when you're reliant on them. Sure. Ultimately, finding ways to screw up. But you look at who they're playing, Detroit away tomorrow. Now, that might be a tough one because Detroit can, I'm sure, pack that. You know how they like to pack the, the back, right? They oh, love to do that. Yep. They're a defensive team. They're very defense first. It works well at home because they have such a narrow pitch. Very narrow pitch. You also have to factor in the travel factor. Travel factor sure. also comes in as well. You're not sure. wrong. Um, go from Colorado Springs to Detroit in midweek right? Between two home games. Then they got RGV at home, winnable game. Vegas away, winnable game. And then they play Rising. I'm almost expecting somewhere in the range of six to seven points from those three games. Mm, uh, Yeah, yeah, it checks out. So what would you go with? We had to say six or seven. (sighs) Let's put seven. Just for for arguments. That's going to put them on 50. Sure. I mean, I'm liking that. Yeah. So everything stacks up pretty well. But then that's where the games against Rising's opponents come in, right? Rising at that point, they're currently on 47. Okay, we currently have San Diego on 54. We have OC was saying, what do we put them on, 50? Yep. Uh, 51, I think we had them on, actually. Sure. He said four points. Um, And then we have Colorado Springs. We said they'd probably pick up seven. So 50. So they'll be on 50. Yep. Rising at the moment, we're on 47. If you look at what they realistically can do, let's say they beat New Mexico then. Okay, so rising now are on 50 points. Sure. They've got to find results. Sure. Because they're still... Those other two games are critical, right? You lose to Orange County, you're not catching them. I don't think. Sure. It's a fair you assessment. lose to Colorado Springs, you're going to struggle. Not least because... What was the last meeting between rising and Colorado Springs? Oh, Bueller, Bueller. It's here. It's a draw. Oh, yeah. It was a one-all draw. Hmm? You lose to Colorado Springs away, and they do what we said they were going to do, and Rising still win their other two games. Hmm. What happens? Colorado Springs and Rising dead level 53. (sighs) All of a sudden, Colorado Springs have the tie break. Rising travels to Colorado Springs. A week after traveling to Colorado Springs for the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Okay? That's the reality of what we're looking at here, whereby those margins, those games against Orange County and Colorado Springs are so massive because this is going to come down so close to the wire. You're not wrong. And And this is presuming that Rising beat New Mexico, which I... Look, even if they're eliminated that day, I fear the fact that you play a team that will be motivated about having to do something in that game. It's it's rising against New Mexico, so they'll probably find another level in there. Um, this is also we like, know that guys like Greg Hurst will probably want to yep, prove themselves in games like yep. this. I mean, this also like you, especially in a game like that, like you don't want like a cheap you foul don't or red want, card or something. Oh my yeah. gosh! Hey. Listen, listen. And that, that's also the difference there, right? When you play someone like a, a New Mexico, sure. and it's going to be a heated game, they have nothing to lose. Sure. Nothing to lose if they're out of the out of the contest at that point. Okay, and you'd have to be smart and not get drawn into stuff, lest you risk really just hampering your chances the following week when you play Colorado Springs away from home. 100%. I will try to rein this back in a bit in saying this is a helpful exercise to kind of see 
how you do the math, how we get to the points. I know we're going to talk about it further on Thursday with a bit more of a deeper breakdown against Orange County, but... Are you going to ask me for where I think they'll finish? No, no, no. I'm oh. actually... No, no, I'm not, I'm not getting there. I'm not going there. I, I think it's something where, again, it's a cliche, but you really do have to take this one match at a time and you can't it's it you can play all the mind games you want you can wrap your head in a pretzel you got to focus on saturday and they have a phenomenal opportunity to do so orange county is by no means going to be a walkover opponent but it's one where orange county has caught fire and then they've slightly slightly cooled off a bit i think phoenix rising they ride their uh, they've been riding their unbeaten streak and they're in a good position to do so you have to, have to check out thursday for our predictions but mm-hmm. i think you have to just Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes what one at a time. What I'll say here more than anything is that I think if Rising can pull off a win on Saturday, I think it's more than 50% chance in my mind of a home playoff game. Is what I'd say. Sounds right. Um, That's where I'd put it. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, see. It feels like feels like a must win. We'll get into it for Thursday, but feels like a must win. Mm-hmm. Something that I would say felt like a must win that we uh, well we came up short. Valley Tap Room trivia last Tuesday. We finished top three. Second, in fact, we did finish top three. I mean, we finished second. We're not going to talk about that. There's only three teams there, but doesn't matter. Uh, listen, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all the more chance to win. Get down there. Listen, uh, I did get the brand question right. I want to put that out there. He did. He did get the brand question uh, right. The GM saw Bookman and myself actually attacked him. Del Monte Tomatoes, uh, for anyone who uh, ever needs that no in the future. Ads. No, I'm not. Don't wait. Come That's on. my line. That's my line. I'm not Come giving on. out no free ads. ads. That's it. No free ads. Don't, this is, that is my thing. Don't. Anyway, Valley Tap Room, that's not a free ad. They're a great partner of ours. Shout out my man, Donald. Uh, and shout out the crew there. Good people. Drank copious Four Peaks beers. Always a good time. Uh, yeah, check them out off the two and two of Gilbert and on Instagram at Valley Tap Room. And, uh, you know, if you're going there drinking, must be 20 years old to enjoy responsibly. Same if you're going to be partaking in a little OGs. OGs Brands, they just restocked their minis. They're a good time. They are going to be uh, utilizing here a rumor, a new PHNX promo code. Not right now, Ooh. but around the corner. Check them out. OGsBrands.com. Find them at a local dispensary near you. The fruits, the creams, the sativas, the indicas. Rumor has it someone lost a bet and uh, has to give out OGs to uh, certain people at the PHNX office. Mm-hmm. That's all we're going to say. We're not going to point any fingers and uh, war what the subject was, but uh, mm-hmm. we just go. Yeah. We move on. <laughs> we move on. Uh, yeah. Move check on. out our friends at uh, Valley Tapper. When you're in any and Audi, don't matter. Check out Valley Tapper. Or, wow. Holy crap. Check out OGs. Oh, dear gosh. They're all blending together. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, yeah. It, Adman is confused. Sorry, I, well, no, I, I heard. <laughs> Adman I, is very confused. I heard that there was a Burrito Express and a Circle K in the same location, and now it's just wrap my head around. But if you go to either of those locations, enjoy some OGs, it's going to make that experience even that much more better. Look how I turned that. Here we go. We're back on track. I literally made my day. Yeah, they're, they're, those things are conjoined. It's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, check out OGs at OGsBrands.com and on all the uh, socials as OGs Brands. Uh, to fat kid uh, in there, no, we don't know the full details yet. It'll likely be... Personally, I'd be surprised if it's not the first Saturday, but it could be on the Friday. Um, sure. It is how... Typically, they, they've played Fridays or Saturdays in playoffs at home. Sure. 
Um, we know that that's how it'll be. It'll be each weekend uh, until you eventually reach what I believe is the final on Sunday, the 12th of November. Um, fixed bracket, always played at the highest seed team, though. So, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. It's... Uh... All the more suspense. All the more suspense. Uh, uh, let me stall. What are you doing? Let me stall. Let me stall. But you can stall with the better things. Have so, you got more ads, Max? Can I? You I, always know. Stop it. No, I actually, I actually, I want to do a little bit of a, kind of just a catch-all, right? It's going to be a tense. Catch-all. It's going to be a tense week. It's going to be a, a, a last real tense stretch this season. Kind of want to talk about just a couple of random fun things. Can I get the pulse well, on it? Should we talk about that game that's coming up tomorrow at all? Because, I mean, it's the only game that matters. I mean, tomorrow. sure, you, you can mention Detroit that, sure. Detroit City, Colorado Springs. Come on, what are we thinking here, genuinely? Like, I said I know they like to pat in the back. Colorado Springs, without a doubt. That's not even a question. What do you think? Colorado Springs. Do you think they're going to win the game? Yes, I do. Away to Detroit? Yes. Give me a score. 2-0. You're going with 2-0. Sure. Colorado Springs win sure. away in Detroit. Sure. Away at... Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, someone's coming for uh, Detroit here. Yeah, yeah well, I'll clip this and tweet it at NGS. You would never. I might. Ah, you won't. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, I want to, I want to kind of, I don't know. Cause again, they like, they're a defensive team, right? And when you play on that very small pitch they have at Keyword, they're very good yep. at being able to pack the back. It makes it easier that it's so small, uh, but they're, they're smart, right? Trevor James is a smarter coach. Okay. Right. He knows what you do when you don't have resources. I just heard you that do, you said what you do when they don't coach. have resources Real is brains. you pack the back, right? And they have, broadly speaking, done that successfully for most of the year. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't be shocked to see Detroit nick a draw in that game. That's fair. That's fair. And they need points as well right now. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, anyway, actually, that was a fair question you asked. I do appreciate you bringing that up. Mm-hmm. But let's, uh, let's kind of go. want to talk. I'm going to throw out some, uh, some topics. Chat, I would like you to uh, participate as well. Kind of just want to get your feel on uh, what you think about them. Phoenix Rising. I know, right? You know, we mentioned that they've done this throughout the season, but right, saw it on, on the old the Twitter, the X, all that the stuff. Twitter. The, the Twitter. Uh, uh, the Twitter. Uh, on the Twitterverse. Um, I'm about to drop it. I'm not French. No, but. no, no, no. Well, I haven't, I haven't checked 23 me in a while. But um, on on uh, at PH, was it PHX Rising FC on Twitter, X, whatever. Um, you know, they had the season ticket holders there looking at training, everything like that. What is your thought? on clubs doing this in general and uh any any ideas or suggestions um i mean i don't see what the problem is right look <laughs> the, here's the thing no i know Great analysis. Like, yeah but okay a lot a lot of teams can get quite protective of a training right we we know that's a thing mm-hmm. um i've spent days awkwardly standing behind the stand at rising because rick wanted to try things out for playoffs sure and no one was allowed to watch and it would be terrible if people saw um look of course you want to keep certain things you know a little bit more secret at the end of the day it's no real problem for the team to like it, it's not problematic from a, a playing standpoint sure. to have uh people out there on a day when you know training wise they're not doing anything that's particularly secretive um I think that it, it, it makes sense in terms of bringing people in to, um, you know, again, make them feel valued, like I said earlier in the in the show. Um, I think it adds that benefit for season ticket members. I think it also has the, the opposite side of things over um, making sure that people are able to 
show the players, you know, the support at this time as they're oh, going sure. into oh, sure. what is a pretty critical um, moment in the season. So I think all of that adds up well. Um, it's good. I will say, actually, before we move on, can I give a shout out to Devin here on the uh, in the chat saying about, uh, are you doing USL Fantasy League playoffs? This is tempting. Should we do something? Well, we need to do some kind of competition. Oh, man. We'll do something. Oh, I'm not man. committing to what it's going to look like. Oh, man. We actually spoke about this a we few did, weeks we back. We did speak about this. About how we could do this. Now it's I time need to, to Now it's time. I'm going to start getting getting to work. We'll see what happens. We'll see what comes up, okay? Okay. So that was, so that was actually where I was going next. I did want to pull the chat because I actually... Producer Damon, if we can scroll up a bit into the show, a uh, little more, a little more, a little more, a little is more. It, this is horrible. Podcast. Horrible for audio. Uh, uh, crumbling. Or, keep going. Keep going. Keep. Um, uh, no free ads. Nope. Keep. <laughs> uh, Evening nope. race. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Good afternoon, Michael. No, stop it. Okay, right here. So, a couple of things. First, Thomas in the chat. Get some of your homies from PHNX to get loud in the South End with us. Thoughts on that, and also this is actually a thought for producer Damon because yeah, Damon I heard us there. and you someone was there for Dollar Beer Night. Game on Dollar Beer Night. I was, I was. It was a, it was a great time. It was a good time. Yeah, um, except for the late. Was, we we, we don't talk about that part, but yes. Yeah, we don't talk about that part. Okay, so thoughts on getting some PHNX uh, homies to uh, the game on South, uh, Saturday, joining the South End. Oh, and are you pro or pro or against? Do you like that? Well, people can come whenever they want. Yeah, dude, this guy, <laughs> this guy sucks. I might dude. be sell tickets. He's coming. Cool. I got a commitment there. I got a verbal commitment. It's pending. We'll put in, put in contract. Saturday night. Rat and blood. I might uh, be the biggest rising fan ever. There we go. He He's the be. biggest rising fan ever. Might be. Heard it first. I went to one game and I got rising fever. Mm. It's not a cure. I'm sorry. It's incurable. Oh, man. Okay. No, 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 no. no. We'll go back and stop right there. Checked so, out. I'm not going to lie. No, do not get that checked out. Um, so <laughs> then I followed this team for enough time. Now dear gosh. So then things. another comment from Albert in the chat, probably more for next year, but there needs to be a PH next rising takeover i feel like that would attract folks to follow their teams thoughts on that sure Dude, this... <laughs> you keep saying these things like, well, like, oh. i think that sounds like a great idea it thank you like, there we go that's what i'm looking for gosh darn it this guy this guy, sure. this, guy this guy sucks uh no i think that'd be very cool and uh i'm nope i'm not gonna tease i'm not gonna say anything just eh, there's there's been a conversation that we had and maybe just maybe depending on how home feel uh home advantage works in the playoffs maybe we'll see i'm not trying to i'm not trying to overpromise. promise stop uh, i'm not trying to are you trying to overpromise again Matt? no i'm not trying to overpromise. Don't don't worry no, worry no, no, no i'm just saying anyway um trying there, to buy off there was one more right again. there devon all phnx rising halftime show phnx cards do one thank you for supporting the phnx yeah. cardinal show producer damon absolutely crushes it does well on that uh I think the reason for not doing a halftime show, and I think it's halftime like... Halftime is short. Well, first off, that's a very big part. Um, but I don't know. I think often that's really a fun time to like, talk to fans and get a bit more yeah. like personal, like being real. That's something fun. Maybe there's something we can incorporate during social or whatnot for next year. But uh, I think we honestly enjoy that time to like kind of get the pulse of the game and like do something that I think we're just very fortunate to do. Yeah. Okay. I did have one more. And Mr. Owen Evans, being the MLS fan that you are, I... Oh, I know where you're going with this. No, you don't. Is I do, because you're about to talk about Seattle Sounders and their rebrand. I'm... I... Oh, Owen, I would... I would not... It is the Seattle Sounders and the rebrand, and specifically their, uh, their tertiary uh, logo, I believe. You know when they last used... You know when they last used... What do you like about like, the Orca? Is it well, a whale? You know when they last used... A dolphin? Shamu? You know when they last... Is that copyrighted? Is that trademarked? 
Probably. Probably. Um, Can you trademark a name? Can you trademark a whale? Probably only in that context. But um, what do you think a whale sounds like? I'm not making whale oh. noise. Can I just say from a design standpoint, like this looks like something that you could make on Photoshop in about two minutes. I I yeah. like the concept of maybe even like messing around with a little orca or whatever, but like how simple of a I will say, I will together. say here, and Bandito's a bit of a coming in with a Cardiff fans hate rebrands, and he's not wrong. But the thing about the Seattle Sounders thing here is it's their 50th anniversary and as part of the whole new club identity, like graphic stuff they've created, a lot of it is inspired by various different things from throughout uh, their their history, actually, throughout the 50 years. Um, they've existed over multiple leagues. The last time we saw, of course, the Orca was back when they were playing in USL. So, yeah, USL. It's better. <laughs> Can't spell O without Orca. Or, wait, shit. <laughs> Other way around. <laughs> I'm no spelling expert, oh, but... No. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Oh, it's been a day. Here's the thing, though, Albert, right? You're oh. right. It's 70s NASL stuff. You're not wrong. But that's not the primary badge, okay? The primary badge is more football-looking, right? It's a secondary logo, which isn't that much of a problem, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Rebrands are always polarizing. The news blue word. <laughs> Fans, hey, rebrands. Uh, oh, dear gosh. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, we're not getting We're not going there. Um, Listen, rebrands are always polarizing, especially in a sport where there's a lot of... Uh, History. And what it was could have been Loose City's first attempt at a rebrand. That was dear, phenomenal. That's oh gosh. I mean, I will say this: horrible rebrand. They walked that back like um, pretty darn immediately. Yeah, because it was so bad. But like, how many teams lean into that and like they say screw it? Like, I'm not defending them. Yeah, but there's, there's but a, they, a like, bad rebrand. There's a bad rebrand, and then there's high school sophomore intro to graphic design bad. Okay, and that's what that original Loose City rebrand was. It was awful. I'm no Photoshop expert. But, uh, you are no Photoshop expert. You're <laughs> just joining. We're talking about whales. Uh, I, actually, sir, it's a, wait, is it a whale or an orca? Can we, what's the, okay, someone in the chat, what is the difference between a whale and an orca? Please tell me. I don't know. Well, I think... I think it is a toothed whale belonging to the dolphin family. I was about to say, it's also I, called a killer whale. So it's course. a dolphin. Yes. Americans call them orcas typically. Wait, but other orcas are closer, closely, more closely related to dolphins than they are whales. Mm -hmm. What? That is a fact. What? Mm -hmm. So all orcas are dolphins, but not all dolphins are whales because they're totally different well this is so confusing well, how is it closer to a dolphin how is it closer to a dolphin i feel we lose brain cells whenever we do this show and it's mainly just me it's um, mainly him yeah it's mainly me uh albert is staunchly uh staunchly against the rebrand uh that's it's fair it's fair Garrett, I, i'm dead sober that's the crazy thing i'm uh, this is just my this personality is just him. this is just me right this is just me yeah this yeah. is what i put up with don't we all uh Aww. <laughs> Any, anything else before we get out of here uh, I think we call this one so close I think, I'm, I'm no marine biologist but Reese you get it good good, good job lad um, appreciate everyone joining us for the PH Next Rising Podcast and all of our or, or, orca whale dolphin talk whatever um, you can follow us on Twitter at PH Next underscore underscore us because double the underscore double the fun I can be honest, I was expecting something different. I don't know what no, it was. No, we go with a normal one tonight. It's fine. Double the uh, whale sounds. One more time. 
No. Okay. Uh, you could follow me. Double yeah, the D back. Comebacks. Ooh, D-backs, what's comebacks. the score? Let's go. It's 11 4 now at the moment. Uh, Espo was wrong. It's close, yeah. but uh, he wrote. Uh, you can follow wrong. me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow oh, on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. You can follow uh, Stat Like Reese at Reese 11 underscore. Uh, not two underscores. Again, he's. Uh, Gave us the wrong one, trying to get people to follow, just the wrong account for months, for months now. This guy accepts an internship, gives us the wrong, gives us the wrong username. It's an indictment on it's him his as a own person. username. Wrong as a person. How do you trust a person like that? Anyway, you can follow Damon at Damon Dog on Twitter, D-A-W-G-O. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> end the show. Uh it's a beautiful game, way more beautiful when uh orcas are orcas when orcas are not dolphins. Goodbye.